0: How good's a Friday? Boof! Tatamite. Oh. Hard man to put down Murphy of What's So Ben, this is Buncia Four from Wednesday Warriors. I hope you're doing well, brother. There is Sean Stevenson. The step breaking Stevenson! Out the back. digging, Out wide. Good sir. North Dutch score out wide. Fantastic try. Oh yes, oh, boy. Hey guys, Surly Talk Sports here. Episode 4, Season 3. As per usual, myself and producer Sharla here to guide you around another well-thought-out and well-crafted episode of Surly Talk Sports. How good is a Friday? And boy, plenty to cover today. She's been a crazy week for sport. Coronavirus is well and truly Taken over the world sporting competitions. Several cancelled or postponed. You got the NBA, unfortunately postponed. March Madness, the NCAA cancelled. Got the cricket today in Sydney. She's gone behind closed doors. No fans in attendance for that one, but Dusty. Same as the Higuares versus the Landers over there in Argentina. So that could really affect all sports moving forward. Then, breaking news. Premier League. Having an emergency meeting tomorrow after the Arsenal manager, old Arteta, has tested positive for the coronavirus. So she's all go. Nervous times for sporting fans and athletes around the world. Really not sure what is going to be happening over the coming weeks. Could be low on content for your old mate early. And I was going to make a the old typical Corona beer joke. But I thought that would be a bit lime. (laughs) You get it, Corona? Bit lime. Shit, Charlotte, we really have gone to the dogs with that one. But in more cheerful news, and recapping a bit of last week after that classic gag, no doubt you're still recovering from that one. But this week, Wednesday night, the old Northcote touch comp managed to survive. The old coronavirus fears and host its finals night on Wednesday, and boy, it was it is with huge fizz that I tell you that the surly talk sports steamers in our inaugural season just absolutely steamed through the competition, winning the final nine to three in what was a huge year and a massive season for the steamers, absolutely fizzing. Of that result. Great to see. What a mixed touch team. And what a year it has been for the steamers. People of all different types of experience. But boy did we come together. And absolutely get the job done. Fizzing for the up and coming. End of year court session. That should be an absolute. Doozy of a night that one. Special shout outs to our. Winners from our end of season prize giving. Which also happened Wednesday night. With a few ales in the mighty coat hanger club rooms. We had our most improved player, which went to the great Ali Bowie. Our toucher of the year was Kieran Menzies, and our MVP could not be split. We had two joint winners on that one. It was old Kimbo and Josh York, both bringing the speed on and off the field. So great to see, and congratulations to all those prize winners. They also walked away with a crunchy bar, courtesy of your mate Surly. So huge fizz from them for that, no doubt. It was also a huge night for the B-side, which is our men's touch team. We won won the final against Joey Hasler's boys. They're called LTC, but up yours truly to them as we got the win 4-3. And what really was a tight tussle could have gone either way. But in the end, the B-side undefeated all year what a season and deserved winners so up yours truly to Hesla foley and the boys and congrats to the b-side on another great competition win two from two for your mate surly i'm showered in trophies today huge fizz and go the mighty northcote touch module bit of a dusty comp but it's always great to walk away with some trophies Right, let's get into this week's episode. As usual, we're going to cover some Super Rugby, the NRL God's game, she's back, some cricket, then your usual segments, the old Magic Multi, Battler of the Week, and of course, everyone's favourite, your Q&A. Super Rugby, last six, last six, round six. Shit, she kicked off last Friday and it was an NZ double header. We had the Cranberry Cruisers hosting the Reds and then it was the Chiefs versus the Tars. But for the Cruisers, they came away with a close-fought win against the men from Brisbane. Brad Thorne's boys really did show up and turn it on. 24 points to 20 to the Cranberry Cruisers. And what must be said was a bit of a scrappy performance from them, although their D was very good and the Reds, Really did take it to them. So still, great work on getting the W. And it was the finishing that let the Canterbury men down, unfortunately. Some huge shifts from them still. Old Christie and Sanders and the Loose Ford trio, they were busy. And old Jack Goodhue still rocking the hissing mullet. Another strong performance from him. As I mentioned, finishing let them down. But Razor's men, they'll be happy to take the points from that clash managed to rest a few blokes and there'll be some fresh bodies coming back in and bringing the fizz for this week so no doubt they will bring an improved performance then as I mentioned it was the Chiefs versus the Tars in Sydney and she was a tight first half and actually the men the home side went in with the lead 14 points to 13 at the break but boy was she all one-way traffic in the second half? A real blowout to the men from the Waikato. 38 unanswered points. Saw them come away with a convincing double 51 points to 14. Maximum lollies from that clash for Gatlin's men. Coupled cheeky meat pies, told Shooter Stevenson. And he set up an absolute doozy for Brad Webber with an amazing bit of razzle, cheeky little flick pass, which was great to see. Rumours he will be doing this for the Maroon and Gold men this season. Surly Talk Sports exclusive has a bit of a tip that he could be the biggest signing in the North Harbour competition this season. So stay tuned for more on that as news comes to hand. And look, for the Chiefs, the back line well and truly fired. Loose forwards look strong, as per usual. And overall, a big second-half performance for them. Five points on the road while resting a few blokes. Nothing to complain about there. And they move on, full of fizz. Then on Saturday night, of course, she was your Surly Talk Sports feature match. Real bums-on-seats clash. It was the Wellington Swirls. Hosting the Auckland Blues, they will not lose from Windy Wellington. And you know what they say, you can't beat Welly on a good day. And boy, was she a good day for the men from Auckland, the city of sales. Tamaki Makaurau, they sailed down there and they sailed back with max points. Huge fizz for them, 24 points to 15, a massive W on the road. And she started off, she looked a bit doom and gloom for the men from Auckland. The Swills, they started with a hiss and a roar. Two minutes in, they get a cheeky little meat pie off a great scrum move. And I thought, shit, here we go. She could be all one-way traffic. But then the Blues got into the arm wrestle, and she ended up eight points to seven at halftime. Akira Yuani dotting down with a cheeky meat pie in the 37th minute to give the boys a bit of fizz heading into oranges. And boy, whatever Leon McDonald did really got the boys firing. A bit of potassium from those oranges, a bit of vitamin C, really did have the men going out and just going crazy. Don't know where I was going with that. Going crazy will do. And then, yeah, as I said, second half, she really did get interesting. 47 minutes in. They were seeing red the old swirls. Tyrell Lomax got sent to the bin. Red card, rest of the game. They would be down to 14 men for a no arms. Shoulder to the head on old Stephen. Please add Feta, the Blues fullback. And then from there, that really did change the game. On top of that, 68 minutes in, we had a yellow card to another swirl. Via Fafida. And then 74 minutes in. Another yellow, the third card, and a penalty try. Geordie Barrett attempted intercept, but he just knocked it down. Killed a try for the Blues. The Canes go on to finish the game with 12 men, and the Blues go on to snatch the victory on the road. For the Blues, it was Mark Tolia, again, having an amazing season, and another strong game from him. And Akira Yuane with the meat pies as well as the ref blown a penalty try. Oteri Black with two conversions, one penalty. For the Swills, the Wings, Ben Lamb and Kobus Van Vyke with the tries. Geordie Barrett with a con and a pen, but it wasn't enough. Standouts for the Canes. Old Vifa Feeder was strong until he took his 10 minutes in the naughty boy corner. Nani Mape carried all day, as per usual. And Duplessis Karifi and Geordie Barrett, Also impressed your mate, Surly. For the Blues, Mark Talia, that season continues. Razzle-dazzle galore. Boy, is he strong in contact. Rico Ioane also had a strong game, as well as Akira. And Oteri Black really did steer the ship around the park outstandingly. The Blues, three from three in the past few weeks. They will be absolutely fizzed with those results, and no doubt. Looking forward to carrying that momentum onto this week. Then on Sunday morning, your last of the New Zealand games, it was the Bulls hosting the Landers, early doors, over there in P-Town. And I'm not talking about the old Great Palmy North, I'm talking Pretoria. But it was the Bulls, the home side, coming away with the W, 38 points to 13 And boy, was that a disappointing result for the Landers. Bottom of the table, Bulls. You're thinking the boys could come right here. And leading 10-5 at halftime with Joshuane scoring 10 points in the first 40. You're thinking, double you all round and a great road win for the Landers. But it wasn't to be all Bulls second half. Five tries to the only one penalty for the Landers. One-way traffic, game over. The old one-stage Richies. she was all going to one destination. Again, don't know where I'm going with that, but just roll with it, Producer Sharla. 38 points to 13, huge win for the Bulls and the Landers. Their season continues to struggle, and I don't see it getting any better. Right, this week... Super Rugby, round seven, and she kicks off tonight. A huge, mouth-watering clash, you could say. 7.05 in the mighty Wakatumba. The great Waikato, the Chiefs host the Swirls in a New Zealand Conference clash, which will be surely bums-on-seats material. With the Chiefs riding high and the Canes looking for redemption, she is going to be an absolute barnstormer. Of a clash. For the Canes. They've made a few changes. All being up front. You have Dane Coles getting the start over Safo Mua. Ben May and Fraser Armstrong also come into a new front row. Scrafton and Fafita hit the Rimu. With old Blackwell and Flanders coming in to start. For the Chiefs. Just two changes from that winning side that bet the Tars. You got old D-Mac back in at 15 from his rest week. Old Wainui drops out and Solomon Aoli Mayo goes to the wing. With old Sean Shooter-Stevenson rounding out the back three. And then in the other change, you got Mitch Brown. He comes in at lock replacing Tyler Ardron, who suppos- supposedly has a virus. So fuck me, Corona could well have hit the Super Rugby. Stay tuned for that. Do not panic. Unconfirmed. Just your mate Surly throwing his two cents in. But like I said, this should be a huge clash. Both teams with quality all over the park. Some huge matchups too for some individuals. You got old Kimbo Pedernada and Brad Weber going at it. Nani Laumapi and Anton Leonard-Brown in the midfield. The two fullbacks, Jordy Barrett, Damian McKenzie looking to stake their All Blacks claims. Three huge matchups in the back line. Then in the forward pack, I like the look of Karifi versus Kane also, scintillating stuff. For me, I think the Chiefs will be just too strong in this one. Still no Murphy Taramai for the swirls, so that's tipped things told Shooter Stevenson in the Chiefs' way in my books. I've gone Chiefs 1-12 to in that one, cruden to be the difference, and come away with the lollies. Then on Saturday, 4.25, it is our team, the Auckland Blues, hosting the men from South Africa, the Lions, with the Blues looking to make it four in a row. The Lions currently sitting 12th on the table, third week on the road for them. Blues back at home, coming sixth. All signs point to a double ya in this clash. But boy, does that make you nervous as a Blues fan. For the Blues, they've also rung some changes. Six, to be precise. But a move that I rate extremely highly is that they've gone an all-harbour front row with Sione Mustad Mayo and Big BK in the props. James Parsons at two. Then they've gone an all-harbour-locking duo as well with old Jacob Pearce. Should have come to Northcote, up yours, Percy. And old Epa, Gerard cowley tui lacing them up as the starting locking combo. Seven of the starting 15, in fact, are harbour men with old Matt Duffy and Mark Talia also on the wings. Then, of course, the great Bunty, the Bloods bulldozer, Latoru Tolai, back on the bench wearing the 16 jersey. He is going to be the difference maker in game number two for the Blues. So with that strong Harbour Heat influence, you can't see things going any other way than that the Blues will be too good for the Lions in that one. Four on the trot it should be. Huge fizz. Well and truly, our year, the championship is coming back to the Blues. Big fizz up the Mighty Blues. Then on Sunday, she rounds out your New Zealand team games, 12pm in Buenos Aires, the Hags versus the Landers. And as I mentioned, no cla- no crowd for this game, so there really will be no fizz, both in the stadium and from your mate Surly. Really hard for me to talk about this clash, so I'm not even going to go there. Landers coming 13th, Haguade is not much better. So up yours, the Landers and the Hags, and I'll tell you the result. Next week. Right, moving on to the NRL. She's back. God's game. Round one. Nothing better than seven seeing 17 blokes from each side just absolutely wind up from the back fence and just bring the boomfa. Boy am I fizz for this competition. And she kicked off last night. It was the Eels hosting the dogs in Parramatta Stadium. And it was eight points to two she finished in favour of the home side. And what was a rough week for the Dogs, off-field scandal really did rock them. So I thought they might have brought some heat to this clash tonight and really vented. Rumours is they heard the school bell right before kickoff. So a few of them were off on the hunt there, barking outside the local high schools. So it was the Paraside who were the favourites. And they came away. With a win. And what was a tight watch, a tough watch, sorry, first game, two all at half time, a real ball fest, one penalty each. And then just the one try scored in the second half, and it went the way of the men from Paradise, Reed Mahoney, the hooker, dotting down. So a big first up win for Para, and no doubt they'll be looking to put out some improved performances in the future. Tonight, We've got two games, a bit of a double header. We've got the Raiders versus the Titans and what should be a good clash, tipping the Raiders in that one. And then the Cowboys versus the Broncos, again, another great game. Valentine Holmes, be interested to see how he goes at the back. I'm tipping the tel- Cowboys in that one. Strong roster for them this year and think they could be right, well and truly, in the mixer in that top eight. Then on your Super We've got the Rabbitohs versus the Sharks, picking the Rabs in that one. And the Panthers hosting the Roosters. I'm going to tip the Panthers in that one. Super Sunday, Sea Eagles versus the Storm. I'm picking the Seagulls. Upset in that. I think Manly are going to be very strong this year. And then the Dragons, they host the Tigers. And I'm going to go the Tigers in that one. The Dragons, full of origin stars, but I can't see them turning it around after last year's results. So I'm going to tip the Tigers in that one. But of course, your Surly Talk Sports feature match, your bums on seats game, and the game your mate Surly is going to be streaming live from my sister's wedding as I MC is the Newcastle Knights hosting the mighty Ortex Wars 5pm in Newcastle. And this is going to be an absolute humdinger. And it's a Knights squad that is dangerous on paper, stacked with talent, and they would be disappointed after their second half of last season meant that they missed the eight after they won, was it, 10 on the trot and looked well and truly tournament front runners For the Knights, they got Danger across the park. You got the likes of Caelan Ponga at the back, Mitchell Pearce running the cutter in the seven jersey, David Klemmer, Safidi, and Braley up front. So a good pack there as well. And then old Connor Watson and Aiden Guerra adding some fizz off the pine. But for your team, the mighty Ortex was, boy, am I looking forward to this lineup trotting out. Few changes from last year, so I'll run through the starting side. 1-17, to 17, brought to you by Surly Talk Sports and the team at Ortex. This is your side for tomorrow's clash. Roger Tuivasa snack in the one jersey. Herbert the Horry on the wing, joined by Ken Ma Marmalade. In the centers, we've got David Fishing, Fishing Cooler and Peter Hicku. In your six jersey, you've got coronavirus making people cheaper. Petrol cheaper. Old Chanel, Harris tavita Then in the seven jersey, old Cucks, Blake Green. In the nine, you got old Egan Park. And then up front in the pack, Lisa now Mao And looks like a blur, old Lachlan Burr. Tohu Harris and the workhorse, Adam Blair. With Isaiah, proper freaky, Papa Lee. Then on the Rimu, you got Cody Nicarima and the deputants, Tanua Brown and Katoa joined by Carl Lawton. That is your 1-17 this week. And I'm looking for the boys to bring the heat first up. And looking forward to a fast start from our men on the road in what would be a massive win. The Aussie media have them as wooden spoon favourites. And unfortunately, so do ours. So up yours to the media. And to that I say, pull your head out of the clouds, you bunch of flat earthers. And get on board. Because this is our year. 2020. Let's go. Coupley vortekies. It's all on for young and old. The mighty Ortex Wars are going to bring the heat. And I look forward to bringing you the result next week where I tell you about a great road win for the Waz, New Zealand's national team. We are well and truly behind you at Surly Talk Sports. Up the WARS and up the mighty boys away from home. Looking forward to reporting on a W. Boy, did the heart, that get the heart racing. Right, I was going to talk about some cricket next But this episode is going well and truly too long, so I might skip over it just quickly. The basics, New Zealand playing Aussie, three one-dayers for the Chapel Hadley series. Kicks off today, 4pm. As I mentioned, no crowd for that clash, so loafers there. Basically, either side will bowl a ball at three wooden stumps that are knocked into the ground. You got two guys, one at either end, holding a bit of wood and they try to stop the ball from hitting the wickets, riveting stuff, 50 overs of it, whoever scores the most runs and stops the ball from hitting those wickets, the best will win the clash, and I will let you know who that is next week. But up the caps in that one, a Friday on the caps, how good is that? Right, time for your usual segments this week. We've got the magic multi, and I've gone the Black Caps in the cricket head to head to come away with a road win in front of an empty stand in, sta- in Sydney. Two dollars eighty-five, they're paying for that one. I've gone the Chiefs one to twelve tonight against the Swirls in what should be a tight clash. Two dollars sixty-three, that is paying, and then I've gone the Wahs, one to twelve. At $3.75, a big road win over there in Newcastle. Big fizz for that. And then I've also gone, and this for me is a guaranteed Chevrolet, chuck the house on it. I've gone Cody Fizz to get the coronavirus, paying $1.03. $20 on that is paying a healthy $968.16. Loaded up, never been more sure of something in my life. Up the Waz. Up the Chiefs, up the Caps, and up yours, Cody Fids. Right, time for our Battler of the Week this week, and it goes to none other than the old Samoan Scissors, Josh Cook, and he may be raising his eyebrow thinking, why me, Surly? Well, the old Scissors had a few too many last Friday. It was the return of old Sam Perry, a true legend around the North Shore scene and the undisputed king of sound's of the underground and he returned for a weekend boy in and out that bloke hates opening up the wallet the old cobwebs well and truly dusted off and the old mate the scissors he was a bit excited got well and truly carried away few too many dips for the old old poor bloke nearly spewed in the uber home he was doing the old yawn and then fall asleep head waxes shoulders and he's back to life Uber driver, very hesitant, windows down, maximum worries. Did not want to have to pay for that spewage fee. Of course, booked it on my mate Silly's. His mate Silly's Uber. Classic gag from the old scissors. But up yours, Josh Cook. Also missed the touch finals this week for the steamers and for the B side. Poor form from him. So, Josh Cook, you are our battler of the week this week. Hope you're enjoying your time in Dunedin, mate. No doubt, a few cheeky drinks to celebrate the boys and the steamers getting the job done. Right, your Q&A this week. Just the one question. Remember, send your questions in surlytalksports at gmail.com. Really would love to hear from you. And it comes from your mate, Rito. And he says, Surly, you bloody rooster. Just checking in on the breathers before this weekend's preseason fixture. Will you be running the cutter? What's Blake got planned for later on? Has Aston been at training? And if so, how late is he? Also want to clean up some rumours floating around up here in the north regarding J-Dog. Is it true he has taken the title of culture captain this season and has been licking the flavour off the sub's money before putting it in the bank account? Looking forward to catching up with you over a few rib ticklers, show and goes, and some red dragons. From the naughty north, your mate. Rito, Look, great to hear from you, Rito. Always a pleasure. And for those that don't know, unfortunately, old Curtis Reid, he's flown the nest from Northcote this year and has decided to head up north and take his talents to old boys Marist in the hopes of getting a contract with the mighty Tanifa. So good on yours, Rito. but up yours truly. And the coat this weekend in their second and final preseason game just happened to be heading up to the mighty north to take on old boys Marist so it will be an emotional clash for old Rito as he has to go against the maroon and gold that can't be easy for no man ask Mike Lee it never ends well look unfortunately I won't be running the cutter this week but for very good reason it is the great Hannah Searle's wedding getting married to an absolute rooster and Ryan Vander Hayden. So do have a great excuse. Your mate Surly is also MC alongside the real Searle, James Searle. So a big gig for me that day. First one, shitting bricks, to be honest. But hopefully they like some shit sports chat. In regards to Blake, he's also away at a stag do over in Melbourne for the Grand Prix, coronavirus pending. So Blackie will not be running the culture session But rumours are, bus trip on the way back, Hawaiian jersey, and then a lock-in. So no doubt, old Azatatna will be taking the young bucks through the mixer. You know you've got a young squad when old Azatatna is in charge of culture. In regards to J-Dog, big fan of the show, I've been told. So shout-outs to you, J-Dog. No doubt you're listening in today, and he is well and truly demanding subs are paid early. So up yours, J-Dog, and I have some cash coming your way. Unsure on the licking, I'd have to ask Le Penny. No doubt he will have some feedback on you for that one. No doubt tomorrow a few show and goes from your mate, Rito. Plenty of red dragons, so fizzing, to hear the game report from up there. Hopefully the coat come away with a W, but go well, Rito. Hope the clash goes well for you, mate. No doubt a couple cheeky carries, you and Joe Wadman running straight into each other. That is worth the price of admission alone. So up yours, Rito, and up the mighty coat. Hopefully you cop an L tomorrow, but you still go well, my fellow breather. Right, that's all we have time for this week. Up around the 30-minute mark. So like to knock her on the head, old Sharla is dozing off. So it must have been another ripper of an episode. Special shout-outs, Coatmen tomorrow, as I mentioned, heading up to the Whangarei, the winterless north, to take on OBM. Then a big culture session on the way back. So go well, gents. No doubt you'll get the job done well and truly, both on and, more importantly, off the field And the Coke Culture playlist will be banging out from that Richie's bus on the way home. Also, another shout-out to old Israel Adesanya. Haven't mentioned his fight, but got the W this week. So no doubt our MMA specialist, old Jace, he can pass on your mate Surly's regards. Well done, Israel. And up yours, Romero, you boring old fuck. That's all we have time for this week. If you're participating in sport, enjoy it. If you've got bums on seats, make sure you get behind your teams and get behind especially the Blues and, of course, the Mighty Wahs. That was Silly Talk Sports. Season 3, Episode 4, up the steamers, up the B-side, how good's a Friday. That's all we have time for, for the fifth time. Enjoy.